Just a quick note before we start the interview, there are some mature topics in this uh, podcast, so if you're easily offended, please do not listen. But if you like good comedy, then keep listening. Hi, this is Lee Hughes, and you're listening to Debut FM. Come on, yeah, come on. DBFM is big, massive. It's like that. Hello there, Stephen with Debut FM, debuting the best local talent in Bolton. I'm here today with famed comedian and general funny man, Lee Hughes, and uh, he's here to talk about the stand-up project that was done at Headspace. Yep. Hello, Lee. Hello. Uh, so, what was the project all about? Um, the project was... Um sort of conceived in headspace uh, for people with lived experience of mental health problems uh, working on um, a stand-up comedy project over, I think it was about 10, 11 weeks, maybe 12 weeks, um, towards a stand-up comedy performance uh, at the Octagon um, last December. Is it real-life events or other comedians that you've been inspired by? Yeah, um, I've always been interested in comedy and stuff. I watch a lot of stand-up comedy and I've always sort of been able to make people laugh growing up and stuff. I've always wanted to try stand-up comedy, but never really got the opportunity to to try it. Um, but doing this project with Headspace found that um, I had quite a bit of talent for it, actually. And, mm-hmm. and um, I was quite quick at writing and sort of my stuff with quite good quality. I mean, at first I wasn't really... You know, the, the stuff that I was As producing... Confident. Yeah, it wasn't... Yeah. Well, well, and the stuff was not really good quality. But as time went on and we were getting sort of tips and, and a bit of guidance from, from Kiri, the professional mm-hmm. comedian, um, the quality of, of, of my writing and stuff got, got, mm-hmm. got quite good, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I saw the end product and it was very funny. Yeah, yeah, it was very thank good. you, thank you. Um, so, I, I know a bit about the project. I know that... Um, Everyone in the group has lived experience of mental yeah, health problems. Um, I don't believe it was essentially aimed at telling stories about kind of uh, what happened in your experience, no. but I believe it kind of evolved into that. It evolved around, yeah. We sort of, yeah. We, 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 I mean, a lot of us who have had those experiences, what we didn't want to, we didn't want the whole project to be focused around mental health because I think that can sort of bring people down a bit and bring the audience down a bit. So what we wanted to do is have a stand-up comedy set sprinkled with bits of our own personal experiences but put them in a funny way uh, so we can sort of normalise it to ourselves and to the audience and sort of break down that stigma barrier a bit, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, yeah, we're going, we're going through... Some of us are going through some real sort of horrendous things in our own mind but we can we can we can laugh about mm. it and, and stuff from the past and stuff like that we can laugh about it now, yeah you know, and and sort of uh, do a stand-up comedy set and hopefully the audience find it funny as well which they did on the night which was great yeah. but i think i think what a lot of people came t- to the octagon uh, had a lot of preconceived ideas about what it was going to be and like uh, maybe they may have to force laughter or, or mm. something like that because it's, it's a lot of people which is like, the worst you yeah, don't yeah, want yeah. that well actually it was it was genuine laughter and, and the quality of the work we were producing and, and that we performed on the night was of the highest standards to be honest we had um, three professional comedians on the night and I think our group outshone even the professional comedians to be honest yeah but well I, I saw the DVD that the wonderful Forbidden Tree Productions made. Yeah, um, yeah great. And it was very hard to tell um, 
who was who was a professional comedian yeah. in brackets yeah, yeah, yeah. and who had been trained up through the yeah, program. Yeah, that yeah. the quality was so high. Yeah, yeah, it was it was just you, a, yeah. a screamingly funny night. Yeah, yeah. So one of the most important questions is: um, Do you think that Bolton is a funny place? Well, I think it is. I mean, there's a lot of strange sort of characters in Bolton. I mean. Uh, <laughs> I saw one guy at the bus station the other day and uh, I was watching him crossing the road and I thought, bloody hell, he's got a really smart haircut. I wouldn't mind something like that myself. Um, but the wind sort of took it and blew it up like a like a big rug. <laughs> <laughs> the other side of his end, I thought, actually, that's a bloody wig. You can see all these bald head. Like, but, I mean, if I, if I walk around uh, Bolton Town Centre um, completely bottomless... <laughs> with my genitals tucked between my legs, then it probably it probably wouldn't look out of place, and uh, people probably wouldn't bat an eyelid to be honest, because it's yeah, there's a lot of strange characters. So that was so you I saw in town then. Okay, it makes oh, no, it a, was a lot me. of sense. It was me, yeah. Yeah, it was me. Uh, screaming, I'm a lady. Yeah. Did they have my stockings on that day? And, uh, um, I no, I think you were more smart casual. WFM, your local talent. In your set, you actually speak about Farnworth. Um, yeah. Would you say that your set has uh, a lot of influence from your experiences growing up in the Bolton or around the area? Yeah, well, well, Farnworth, I mean, growing up there was quite, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of crime and stuff. I mean, uh, there's something I put into in, in my set was about... Um, Sort of, uh, somebody told me about Farnworth being sort of the most culturally deprived area in the whole of Europe, uh, which I looked up, and it's actually true, because uh, the closest anyone from Farnworth gets to culture is if the heroin passes through Paris to get here, or if um, if a car they've stolen belongs to an artist, or somebody they've mugged has been to an opera. Uh, also, I, I go into a lot of stuff about me, uh, me nan as well, uh, uh, growing up in Farnworth and stuff, and, and bringing us up. I mean, there's one little bit uh, I do about me nan about when she took us to McDonald's, me and my brothers, and um, <clears throat> we drove up to the drive-through, and uh, uh, we're waiting for our food, and it's like 15 minutes goes past, and my nan's getting really angry, um, and she storms up to the window. At, um, at McDonald's, up to the drive-thru window, pokes her head for her and goes, uh, how long does it take, microwave a bit of cardboard? <laughs> I'm sure in go. just that accent as well. Yeah, just in, in that exact <laughs> accent, yeah. It's like she was here. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. <laughs> One of the big questions is, yeah. now you've done this stand-up comedy course yeah. and you perform in front of a, a large crowd at the Arts yeah, yeah. uh, got recorded. Yeah. Do you think you'll keep going with this stand-up comedy? Definitely, yeah. I mean, a lot of us uh, that did the performances, uh, we are still carrying on. Uh, after after we, we did the performance at the Oxygen, we sort of set up a comedy collective where we share ideas together and uh, practice new material and stuff like that. And we're still sort of going around gigging. We do gigs in um, around Bolton and Manchester, um, I think there's one coming up in Roundsbottom or one just gone in Roundsbottom and we've got another gig at the Octagon in November uh, so it's, we're quite regular on the circuit and we're just sort of building it up as a collective you know and we sort of keep in touch with each other and yeah it's, it's working out alright that sounds yeah. fantastic yeah. sounds really good yeah. um, speaking about live performances what yeah. would you say the difference between um, Performing your set live yeah. in front of an audience and then practicing it with the comedy collective you're talking about—is it a different experience? Or 
Um, yeah, I mean, they're both quite nerve-wracking because um, you're trying out. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit different. I mean, like when you when you're practicing with the group, um, you're practicing new material uh, with the group. Um, you don't know where it's going to go, but then you can go back to the drawing board and sort of try it out again. It is a bit nerve-wracking, but not too much because uh, you know these people and you're quite comfortable with them. Uh, once you've wrote your set, you know what you're going to do, and then for that performance, um, it's all the audience are all people um, you don't know. Usually, the majority of them you've never met before, and you don't know how they're going to react. So. To be honest, before I usually go out performing, I'm usually vomiting on that. So oh dear, nervous. like very... Yeah. yeah, I'm really, really nervous. But once I get out of there the, and sort of get my first few words out, then the nerves sort of mm. die down a bit. But it is quite nerve-wracking beforehand. Yeah. yeah, I know a lot of people say it's kind of um, the adrenaline taking over. I think so, once you're yeah, in yeah, rhythm. I think so, yeah, yeah. 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 As soon as I get out there and I'm sort of in front of the microphone and... Uh, a couple, yeah, a couple of sentences have come out. Then I'm usually at, mm. at ease. Then and it usually sort of goes quite well after that. Yeah, and you usually mm. get the laughs and stuff. It's, it's been it's been good so far. I've not mm. been I've not been sort of uh, I've not died or uh, been any, <laughs> not bombed. Any, no, I've not bombed or had any uh, serious heckles I've had to deal with yet. So it's it's not gone too bad. <laughs> That's the point. Is it is it different being in like a small comedy club or like a bar or a socialist club or something compared yeah. to quite a big club, venue like uh, the Octagon? Yeah. Um, I think the, the smaller sort of venues are quite intimate and you can see the whites of people's eyes and it feels a bit more, um, I don't know, a bit more sort of close you know, and everything seems very real at that moment. Whereas mm. when you're in a big sort of space... Everyone's quite far away, so and the light, the spotlights on you, so you can't really see people's mm. faces because you you're blinded by the spotlight. So yeah. you can sort of hide in the spotlights, yeah. you know. Oh, so I, I, yeah, yeah. I very much like that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that, that yeah. phrase, hiding in the spotlight. Um, so what's next for Lee Hughes, professional funny man? Um, well, <laughs> I won't say professional. I'm not getting paid for it yet. I'm only, <laughs> I'm only doing this as a hobby at the moment, but maybe one day. I don't know. Um, uh, what's next? I don't know. Um, I, um, I've got a holiday coming up, so I'm going to go go away on that. I'm still sort of writing and stuff and sort of getting ideas down. Um, I'm still gigging when I can. Uh, but the next big one, really, for, for me is uh, is going to be the Octagon gig in, uh, in November, which I'm really looking forward to. We're going to be working with... Uh, uh, Kiri, Kiri McLean um, again, and um, we're going to polish up on our sets and sort of um, get some new ideas going. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. So that's probably the next big thing uh, that's coming up mm -hmm. is the Octagon gig in November. Yeah, yeah. You think you'll have some new material for I that set? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Definitely. Yeah, hopefully, I'll have uh, quite a lot of new material. Maybe a whole new set. Who knows? Because Oof. I'm quite, I'm quite a quick writer, so. Um, it won't surprise me if I've got a whole new set down and, uh, yeah, even more, more funny stuff to come, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Sounds as though there's much more from Lee Hughes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Can't get rid of me yet. <laughs> well, I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> because classic, that's a um, classic. <laughs> <laughs> it's been lovely speaking to you, Lee. Thank yeah, you very thank much you, for um, spending you. your time with me. Thank you, Steve. Um, thank you very much, Lee. Thank you, Steve. WFM, the home of local talent. Thank you.
we got Benson and Luke.